Greetings, weary traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tarmiel. I'm your host, Arkanir, and I'm here with our amazing crew once again. Starting with Lotus of Doom, the man, the myth, the legend himself. How's it going, Lotus? Things are things are well. I've been enjoying all the mid-year mayhem festivities, which we'll get into later. But uh, taking a brief break so we can all do the show. So Sounds things are great. well, yeah. And of course, joining us, the Aldmer Dominion spy, the Giggle Queen herself, the joy of the show, Hyper Pixie. How's it going, Pixie? Going great because I'm no longer a spy and I'm actually on the Aldmeri Dominion with my main now. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, what a show opener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy about it. You guys might not be, but I'm thrilled. Well, we will explain our unhappiness when we get to Tales. Especially I. Especially I. Um, but everybody should know I fought to protect the honor of EP. Although I lost. Um, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Just come out and announce that somebody sounds better coming from you. Is that <laughs> the plan here? We're gonna spin the propaganda quick arc. <laughs> yeah, this is this. It'll it'll be it'll work out. I'll think of something and we'll spin around. Don't worry. But Next before be, we, I let her win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just you know, because it was your stream. You know, oh. I didn't want to. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's very thoughtful. <laughs> of you, honestly. <laughs> But before we get to all that, we gotta give, give uh, some shoutouts. Starting with Adam, also started support us over at Patreon, with became a torchbearer. That is Child of Cities, a Child of Cities, eighty six, and he streams as well. So definitely go to Twitch.tv/slash Child of Cities eighty six and check him out. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you so much for always being in our chat, supporting us. And being a great yeah. dude. Hanging out really, with us. Really do appreciate that. Uh, and we also have a five-star review on iTunes. This was on iTunes UK, which is why I saw this a bit late. This was actually at the end of March. But I forgot to check the, uh, the iTunes for different countries. So this is actually from KizUESP. And um, <laughs> I will leave reading this to... Pixie, because I'm pretty sure she will enjoy it, and she asked that she should read it. So take it away, Pixie. So the title is Elfie, Lover of Guars, which is a great ode to our fearless leader. The high quality and followed topics are a blast, highlighted by the host's excellent coverage in support of the Aldmeri Dominion. His love for Guars shines throughout the show, brought out by his supportive co-host. I love this so much. <laughs> I, this makes my heart sing, and Kiz, who I may have may or may not have dubbed Sour Patch Kiz in my own Discord. <laughs> nice. You are now off of my bad list, <laughs> and you have redeemed yourself. Thank so, you for this. That, that, was, that was poetic, Kiz. <laughs> I don't know if he's still in chat, but 
he really is. Hope he, he is. He is. He is already <laughs> yeah. laughing. He's been laughing. Yeah. Out. Also, <laughs> I guess normally we just you know so that we don't bog everybody down with just constant thank yous and it just turns into just like a 45 minute thank you you know <laughs> podcast um just because it directly relates to me while i was watching your stream uh arc when you were doing dungeons uh might have been the other day or when you were doing um trials i think it might have been sanctum of Hidia. uh x uh forple i don't know how you, if that's pronounceable but yeah i just call him x4 <laughs> okay x4. so he had uh they had you know gotten a shout out before uh thank you specifically for gifting me a sub to <laughs> our own channel <laughs> so. <laughs> so x4 has actually i think he has over 30 gifted subs now yeah i, I um, was just in and, chat so it was like my old one expired and i hadn't re-upped it so they they provided me a new one so thanks for letting me support us <laughs> x4 and mr crowley they they have both been giving out a lot of gift subs and yeah. i really You're really do appreciate generous. that i mean two of them alone actually funded some of the behind the scenes stuff that we are working on um <laughs> so that's nice um i also yeah. want to give this... yeah go ahead no that, that was uh, it i was okay. just i just thought it was funny because i, I when i logged back in i, I was like oh wait <laughs> i hadn't resubbed yet and now i'm subbed again so <laughs> i have our own little dumpster fire emotes back well th those are a must-have yeah. i love that i can Required. post a bunch of dumpster fires into chat with the push over button um <laughs> so i also want to give a shout out to my co-hosts here actually lotus pixie and prometheum because last <laughs> week um, I thought I would lay down a little bit, and I fall asleep, and they still got together, and through the dumpster fires, they, man they managed to actually um, get a proper almost two-hour show, and I really, really appreciate that, because I... Anytime. I, man, I have the best team out there. This is... I was going to say, look, every now and then, it helps even for Super Robot Arc to get some rest. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> we fought through a ghost attack. That yeah, I didn't get there. Actually, now that episode, you mention it, it now that you mention it, that's what you get for putting the Guar logo on the show. That was not me. I what what did what oh, did man, you think was... would happen? I, I warned so... you guys about the dangers of the Guar, and you slapped it onto the show, and of course something bad <laughs> happened. That's like apparently we killed Promethean because he's not here tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we, he's still picking up the pieces that crashed that day. That's <laughs> yeah. The to anybody who didn't catch the video feed but only heard the destruction from our last episode, yeah, that that was a unique experience all around. The end result, uh, Promethean's plate after the show was shattered. <laughs> it wasn't just sound effects; it totally broke it. So yeah. Olive oil was thrown at a plate. The plate yep. was shattered. It was <laughs> really crazy. So, it was a, it was all a thing. That that was bound to happen. I'm telling you, but you're not listening. 
You're I not am, listening. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, you had the Guar one locked away in the Tails vault, and that was the first thing. Not getting my channel to set up or any of that important stuff. First thing I did was go into our Google Drive, and I'm like, it's got to be here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that was once I found it, I was like, aha! And I immediately downloaded mm -hmm. it on my computer so I could put it in my own Streamlabs. As, as Slaps mentioned in chat, though, it was super good timing, just as... Promethean said the word guar and something <laughs> broke in his house. It was like. Yeah, that, uh, it was very, very awkward. <laughs> yeah. Saw <laughs> Promethean just book it. Like, I'm like, oh no, what's happening? It's yeah. Like, that was. Oh. That I mean, I'm noticing it. a trend as in I should never specifically <laughs> host a show more than once in a row, like row. <laughs> Because no, it's usually honestly, so much damage contained in single episodes where I'm in charge <laughs> that we need to like recover for a few episodes before no, no, I can do something like that again. No, but maybe if you hosted more, the damage would spread out to different episodes, and then it would become a regular dumpster fire. Remember my oh, early like episodes where everything, well, basically nothing worked. Like mm -hmm. I had my microphone backwards. Like I didn't realize oh, my upload great. speed was <laughs> crashing. Like, you know, I had an entire show recorded with Nate. With Nate, after like a long time, I got Nate to, you know, spare time. I was on that. That was the first and only show I've ever been on Nate with. And my <laughs> microphone the whole yep. time was acting up. So. Mm -hmm. Yep, I remember that. We had like a 50-minute discussion on legend strategies and yeah. the lore of Elder Scrolls Legends. Yeah, that's... And the entire episode Sorry, was unusable <laughs> because my <laughs> totally microphone unusable. was borked because my drivers had a conflict and no one mentioned it because I nope. had my... I had a different uh, driver set up for Streamlabs, but... <laughs> or, or, or no one men noticed it. I actually don't know. I spent I, I three weeks trying stream. to recover that episode. I yeah, learned I, that the waveforms, the audio waveforms that we see, are actually in 3D. I learned that when I was trying to fix that audio. There's a, they are actually not 2D. They're yeah, Isha <laughs> actually confirms it did sound fine on stream. But when I went, when I downloaded the video from um, from Twitch, the archive version, it was borked. It was bo I remember to this that day, we were like, I cannot understand it. how that worked. Also, we got Bob Chinsky in chat, who is the host of the Red Diamond Courier podcast, and he is also one of our Patreon supporters as well. Hi, Bob. So, just kind of funny, the amount of po other, uh, our podcast family that's just hanging out with us tonight, Bob Chinsky, we got Dusty from Sons of Sithis, we've got... Uh, oh, yeah, we Pylon. Yeah. We got Pylon got, uh, as well. We oh got my Pylon God. and kids from UESB, so it's just a big... After the stressful week online for everybody, it's yeah. it's great to have yeah. all of you here hanging out with us. <laughs> Welcome. Typing Bob's name is always too difficult. Uh, oh yeah, just did Bob I get Chickens. it right? I'm sure. There shout out, command will and figure it out. <laughs> Dustin, do do you stream at that channel? I don't think that is it. Yeah, this is super inside baseball for the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so basically we have a lot of the ESO podcast fam on chat, and um, we cannot let that go without some acknowledgement for all of our audio listeners and recorded version listeners. It is what it is. Yeah. 
Listen to all those other podcasts. They're great. <laughs> UES podcast I do. and Sons of Sithis and the Red Diamond Courier. There, mm-hmm. you go. there you go. All right. So returning back to the, <laughs> to oh, the show. Oh, right. A show. It's not just yeah. a podcast talking about how great other podcasts are. <laughs> <laughs> I even had an active derailing in our show notes on the overlay, and I didn't even use it. I need to remember using that. So people know that we are derailing. Anyway, so we got some behind the scenes updates that <clears throat> I want to I want to mention. First of all, I've been updating our website. Initially, our website, if you remember, if you've been on our website, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com, it was just a static page. You would go into it and all you would see is Discord, Twitch, you know, YouTube and menus up top for different shows. Uh, now I'm actually trying to come up with a more dynamic website. Uh, it's been actually going well. We have a nice overlay going in, in the website, although at the moment it's uh, a little bit duplicated because I have um, I have Tales of Thumbnail and Issues of Creation uh, on everywhere. But moving forward, so both Lotus and I am writing our... Um, What's the name? Writing our builds. And I have some tutorial slash guide, like technical stuff uh, to be written as well. So we'll be using the website more actively from now on. There'll be more content on it. I might even make a simple game that can be played on the website about either defending or killing Guar, but I'm making no promises because I don't know when I can do that. Uh, Monster. (laughs) No, no, but... You could you will be able to choose sides, just that oh. defending Guar side will have a massive debuff because I can. Um, <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> no one said it's going to be an objective game, okay? It's Pay just going to be a game. <laughs> so, and the other thing that I want to mention in terms of behind the scenes is that. Um, Our Patreon is now fully in effect. So, I need to go into a little bit detail here. Um, Some of you may have catched it, some of you may have missed it. Um, I'm not the founder of Dungeon Crawler Network. Um, That is Ejelos, who left the entire Dungeon Crawler Network to me about, well, like a few months back. So... In while transitioning all the accounts and everything like that, we had to relaunch Patreon. Basically, close Patreon, shut down Patreon, and relaunch Patreon again. Which meant uh, all of the previous active patrons got cancelled. They are not active on the current one. I'm mentioning this because Scooter apparently thought he was a patron all this time. (laughs) And he was like, I went on the Patreon and it said... You know, it said I wasn't a patron. I was like, yeah, because we relaunched it. What occurred to me is that we kind of never told anyone that we actually did that. Didn't send out <laughs> emails, didn't put out a pat- Patreon post. We just one day turned off patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network and opened patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network. So, <laughs> um, not confusing at all. I don't know how any of you got mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Patreon is back online. We had a 
very simple tier, which was the Torchbearer tier, which is on par with our Twitch subscribers. Um, but nothing else, but now we have the Vanguard, the Knights of the Deeps DCN, and the Champions of the DCN uh, on Patreon as reward tiers, which come with their individual rewards. Well, the higher ones have all the things from the previous ones. It includes uh, behind-the-scenes content, like... Um, like me editing and publishing process, things like that, uh, or any technical stuff that I do. Um, it all it, it includes Q and A, monthly Q and As. If you got any questions, uh, sort of like an AMA thing, and it also includes you being able to make me play any game you want, which may or may not become a regular content for DCN and join me if you want on the game. Um, I thought that would be a good reward because. Pretty much all of you love griefing me, so I thought, okay, that that might be fun for everybody involved, except me. So there you go. And you can play Animal Crossing. <laughs> God. Do I need a Switch for that? Maybe. Then I probably can. Give it time. Yeah. Make him play Stardew Valley and my time at Porsche then. Oh God, that would actually be painful. That game is <laughs> no, so, so idle. They are so They're idle. So I can look. You can get married and you can have a farm. I despise <laughs> marriage and farming. The game, like I am making, or rather, help making, because there are so many animations and stuff that it makes me wait idly. I cannot stand idle things. I have to be active. I have to be on the move. I cannot I play mean, idle I'm very games. active in both Stardew Valley and my time at Porsche, so... Wait, your time at Porsche, what is... Is that a game as well? It's it's kind of sort of like Harvest Moon, only instead of farming being the focus, like building is your focus. And okay, like you I have... down trees. I don't know really any cute. of the games you just mentioned. But... Um, will, another I'll active derailing, that is true. We are on active derailing. Uh, that makes Best a lot of games. sense. Yeah. <laughs> but also um, Sims. That basically concludes the behind the scenes update. Basically patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network. You can uh help make me do all this full time, which would mean more content, higher quality content, and maybe, no promises, actually a prepared show. But uh, that's <laughs> I'll make promises that there's zero chance we can keep. I, mean. I said, yeah, I said maybe. I said maybe. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, moving on to the news, we have Mid-Year Mayhem started, which is actually for the first time in a long time. It, I guess, sort of is Mid-Year. It, it, it almost hit the exact mid-year date. It yeah. just missed by a little bit. I thought they'd at least announce it on mid-year. <laughs> yeah, we almost got it right this year after like a long time of not being on doing it on mid-year. Yeah, um, as opposed to beginning year, mid-year mayhem. <laughs> so, um, Lotus, why don't you tell everybody what the mid-year mayhem is all about? Okay, so let me just specifically open this link since it's not opening no matter how many times i click on it there we go all right so mid-year mayhem is back um the divisive event where people either love pvp are all about this and get ap you don't really care about pvp <laughs> but you go in so that you have to do less of it to get your war horns and all that barrier stuff 
or you hate PvP and it's just miserable for you, and I apologize, but I love it. Um, <laughs> so it is taking place. Um, it's kind of interesting that the Imperial City event is kind of also combined into this, it seems like now, which was before as well. But um, what they're saying is, join the battle, Mid-Year Mayhem returns to Cyrodiil, the Imperial City, and Battlegrounds um, on Thursday. So it started, you know, um, what is it, two days ago. On June the 25th, and it starts at the standard 10 a.m. EDT, and it will continue until Tuesday, July 7th at 10 a.m. EDT. Now, one thing I wanted to note, because it screwed with all of us at first, they added with the new login menu this cool, like, banner thing when you first log in, and it's like, here's the current event, like, right in the splash screen on your character select. The date is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? It says there are four days remaining. Uh, now it says there are three days remaining. There are not. <laughs> Do not pay attention to that because we were like, "What? Three days?" When the, when it launched, it said there were five days remaining, and I'm like, five days? What a rip! We get it correctly, and we don't even we get a short event." And somebody brought up that that's that doesn't make sense because you literally can't even get enough tickets to buy the thing <laughs> based on that. And I was like, "Oh." Oh, yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. They're like, you can't even get the banners correctly because it requires 10 of those emblems. They're like, if it's five days long, that's half an emblem. So you literally can't earn it. I was like, oh, so if you go to the actual uh, Elder Scrolls page, it is they've got the real date. It goes to July 7th. So it, it don't worry about what the login says. It's cool that it's there. The thing is wrong. That's fine. <laughs> It lasts way longer than it implies it does. I assume it'll just reset itself or whatever when it crosses over, or it'll just say negative days remaining or something. Which would um, be hilarious. <laughs> but in this event, um, it's PvP-based, as if I didn't make that clear, and you will get double XP from PvP-based things, um, not anything. It's not like you can go to the Alakir Desert and grind dolmens. That's not how this works. And you get double alliance points, which is really the big go-to. There are some achievements related to the event itself as well. Um, so, oh, should we explain like in detail just how we join the battle, just so people know if you haven't kicked in yet? Yeah, sure. I mean, we've had quite a few of them. We can kind of condense it. So, what you need to do is you can visit the in-game crown store um, to acquire the details on Mid-Year Mayhem Quest, or... The easiest way to do it is go into Cyrodiil and travel to your faction's main gate. You have a northern and southern gate. I assume it's the same for all factions. I just know the EP version. Um, but I think in EP it might be eastern and western. Okay, I wasn't sure just because of positioning. So that one I was I like, eh. now that I'm know, saying that, I'm not entirely sure that's a thing. Um, and you will see, I don't know what her name is. Do they say her name? She has a wolf on her oh, Yeah, wolf, wolf queenie here. Uh, predicant mare. You got too the many vowels. <laughs> Mera. What wolf? Wolf lady, go to wolf lady, um, <laughs> and she will have a huge horde of people around her. So she's pretty easy to find. Um, she'll give you a quick little quest where you smear blood on your face. And that pretty much kicks off the things. You were then given a scroll, which is not a memento, which have been long removed from Cyrodiil because of sketchy tactics that needed to be dealt with. Um, so 
It is an infinitely usable item. It will be in your slottables. It's a the scroll of Paladin's ferocity. Use it. It's uh, you can just use it as much as you want. It gives you a two-hour buff to the double AP. Um, you can use it in Cyrodiil. You do not need to leave Cyrodiil to use it. You can just hotbar it if you'd like. Um, and it will provide you with all the goodness to it. If you have previously done this event and have destroyed the thing so that it gives you a free bank slot back, you are allowed to buy a new one for 100 gold or 100 alliance points from her. So don't panic if you don't get the quest again uh, from her. And... I have a question. Yeah. Sure. Does this give double rewards for Battlegrounds? It does, yes. I should do so, more Battlegrounds. Anything AP-based, you will get double as long as it is active. Uh, if no, you but win I, mean, BG, I mean Battleground motifs. Oh, it does... Well, you can get motifs out of the I don't care boxes, about those motifs, Lotus. Which is not yeah. what you want. Yeah, I. So let me put it this way. I've got none out of like 30 Battlegrounds. Like, not none, but, like, when I get one, I get one, just like just like normal. So, I, as, as it's brought up in chat, no, I, I don't think you get double a chance at getting your shield. Um, <laughs> My shield! I'm so sorry, My God. shield! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <sighs> the other benefit to this, uh, which I guess you don't have to use a scroll. I don't know why you just choose not to get double AP by using the scroll, uh, but, you know, you know what? I, it works either way. Um, every time you get a set period of points, I want to say that it's 10,000. You are given rewards for the worthy. You will now have something else attached to it. Um, the extra mid-year mayhem boxes will provide all sorts of stuff like we were just talking about. It can have... Cyrodiil style pages, gear, um, lots of gifts. You get alchemy reagents, you get Telvar stones, um, siege equipment for more PvP, all that good stuff. Um, the first one you get each day, you will get that standard bearer emote, which I was referring to, which if you get 10 of those collectibles and you combine them... Um, and I believe you need to get like something to craft them together it says you do but it doesn't say what the name of it oh it's a standard bearers license is what it's called you combine these 10 standard bearers emblems and it allows you to build yourself a heroic banner um of the correct alliance in which you get a giant red ep banner so that when you're in your trials guilds who are largely not ep you can just wave it in their face and um, if they oppose, you just say you won't tank properly. <laughs> Nobody wants that. So, but I just want the um, shield. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you want your shield. Not gonna happen, dude. I will say, Arc ran with me in PVE once and said he wasn't going to tank properly, and we did the hard mode with no tank. So I, he found it in a corner. And I see. Cleared it, so uh, we'll see about any VSS runs without a main tank, <laughs> <laughs> or I could just well, it's not that it hasn't happened before when we've had mixes up on uh flipping boss 
And it's like, oh, boss is looking at group. Boss is looking at group. And it's just <laughs> one breath. And it's like, all right, well, I'm the only one left. <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. I will admit it. <laughs> it's so horrifying when it like looks away from me. I'm so used to it looking at me. It's just like, oh, we're all going to die. <laughs> like, but um, the other thing you can do, there are also the tickets. Because, well, there's still Indrix. Um, I don't. Actually, let's okay. Discussion, oh. spontaneous discussion okay. topic. I'm gonna squeeze it in here. <laughs> this one almost kind of requires a discussion. Yeah, um, it's a pretty Indrik. It is a very pretty Indrik. It's very opalescent. I think somebody said it actually uh, looks like the pride flag, which I thought was kind of interesting timing. Yeah, um, so specifically the trans rights flag. Okay, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah you know flag. what? I think you're right. I think it's the trans flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Okay, now I don't want to say what I was going to say because I was just about to say, <laughs> didn't we have enough of Indrix? And now I know what it represents. And <laughs> well, but they, didn't we have you, enough of Indrix? You can have a good color scheme on anything. It doesn't need to be yeah. an Indrix. So, <laughs> could be a Guar. When Indrix got first announced, it was a lot of fun because it was for the first time a collectible mount. You could find it for the first time. Well, not for well, maybe the first time. I'm actually not sure, but you yeah, could finally the first mount yeah. available in game. Other than I think you're just right. The regular horses. Mm -hmm. There you go. So you could actually farm, do your best, get do the event, and get an Indrik. And then they said, "Hey, you can get a different version of an Indrik by doing the same events." And mm -hmm. we were like, "Oh, cool! Yeah, morphing Indrik, nice." Mm-hmm. It's been going on for, what, two years now? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my only thing. I'm personally indifferent to the Indrik style. It's fine. It, it made sense with Somerset. Yeah. But we are now in like a, a yearly cycle. It seemed peculiar that last year it was still Indrix, but I was like, well, it kind of, they started it halfway through Somerset and they didn't start season. So maybe, okay, well, that season's now, over season mm -hmm. of the dragon we're we're now in graymore and we're still getting indrix the, the creatures from somerset it just feels odd i i mean i don't it feels it's whatever for me okay, but i'm just I, like this is peculiar everyone knows that i don't like being kind of negative but it feels lazy and it feels cheap cheap i mean but, well it just seems like on. how many skins can the indrix have <laughs> like there are dozens of mount models in the game and each one has like five different skins yep can we finally get rid of indrix as a mount that can be collected in the game and maybe get a new mount that can be collected in the game maybe a different skin of something that already exists or maybe something new because i'm pretty sure there are super talented 3d artists in zenimax online that could come up with a nice mount to be added into the game without too much problem like several million dollar cost you know it shouldn't take too so it's been two years and i hate indrix they are some somerset creatures okay I finally want to have something that I would farm for with my tickets. For the last seven events, or maybe more, I had my event tickets full. Because I don't spend them, I don't have anything to spend them on. So, 
so I actually, when Somerset came out and I saw an Indrake for the first time in game, I was like, oh my god, I need this as a mount. It's amazing. This is my favorite enemy. I love it. It's gorgeous. But that being said, like you guys are right. Like it doesn't make sense to have it in Graymore as the reward. It sh how I I think it should have been done was during Somerset you get an Indrake. Mm -hmm. During elsewhere you get a Centrot. Yep. During Graymore you get a Deathhound. A Deathhound or a Bear. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's or an something. You don't even need a new model. Just like a. You can even use something existing, but like put a spin on it for seasonal content. Like with the Indrix, it again, I, I you know, I, I say all the time cosmetics aren't super my thing, and I have my Guar mount, and I even have my spider mount if I want to get real flashy in, <laughs> in PvP. Um, but it's just content like content wise, it doesn't doesn't really match, so it just seems at odds, which is just weird to me, is all I really have with it. It's just like okay, I would have assumed you'd switch it up based on the season. Yeah, right. I mean, and I Yeah, go ahead. I, I don't want to be like super negative on the Indrix because I genuinely think they're gorgeous mounts and I do really like Indrix as a whole, as enemies and everything, but you guys are right. It, it doesn't really make sense in Greymore. There's no Indrix in Western Skyrim that I've seen. And here's the thing. Um, like, I already have the mounts that I want to use in the game. The main, the, the best mounts that I love is a Yokudan Grey Charger, which was <laughs> 700 crowns. It was a cheap mount. It is just a plain old simple grey horse. It never returned to the crown store. And that's my favorite mount in the game. I don't have it on EU, but... I don't even say this from a perspective of, okay, I want a new mount that looks cool or anything. I already have the mounts I want to use. It's the principle behind it that's annoying me. Like, you're a massive company. You've built this game for six years. You have kept the cash up strictly cosmetic, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, well, there there has been the inventory pets, but I'm not going to yeah, get into those. They, it's not... There's nothing that I, I'm offended are, by. Yeah, yeah. They, are, they don't warrant a rant. As they are, just no, five there's some ease of use things, things which yeah, I'm yeah. okay with. However, the prince, so Indrix, they are, they were this super fun. Okay, hey, we can gather mounts in the game, and then they just stopped caring about it. They're just reskinning it, reskinning it, reskinning it every season, every event. There's a new version of it or something like that. Mm -hmm. The principle behind it is what upsets me. Like, don't why. I mean, I don't understand why they wouldn't add a new mount. Like, what's keeping you from it? It's not like it's a crown store item. It's not like it's a collector's edition item. It's not like there's... You should... Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why. It, it would be really cool if they introduced something else. I know they've reskinned other... Obviously, they've reskinned a bunch of other mounts. There's a whole bunch of wolves and cinch and all that. I know they've started reskinning re the Centrop mounts, which would have been really cool while the season of the dragon was still a thing, mm -hmm. if they would have done that instead of the Indrix. And I, I don't know. I don't know how long they're going to keep the Indrix thing around and what they'll transition to eventually, because eventually they're going to run out of skins for the Indrix. And they're oh, I doubt. Something. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like we'll, until for the rest of Elder Scrolls Online's lifetime, we'll have Indrix. 
And I, I mean, will... at least it's a pretty one. Yeah, but why? Yeah, no, the principle that's... behind it is just wrong. Yeah, I I wish lazy. like I I definitely wish that because I don't even have a problem with reskinning. Like, I think the different Atronach mounts of all the different stuff look very cool. They're just skins of the same. It's like okay, here's like a a fire Atronach Guar, and here's a storm Atronach Guar. Mm -hmm. That's fine. They're just skins of the same thing, but it's like okay, they look different. So it's just yeah, I don't know. It's it's peculiar is all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's um, a little bit of spontaneous it, yeah, rant slash oh, discussion. There, I was like, "What? What the hell got us here?" That's right. The the things you can spend tickets on. Yeah, like, <laughs> happened. Um, so if you don't like Indrix, don't worry. There's other things you can spend your tickets on, like the Legion Zero outfit, which actually looks pretty cool. Um, it's the same stuff that the uh, NPC. Imperials wear throughout the uh, Imperial City. Um, it's not a motif. It's those gold outfit style pages. I believe they're five apiece, if I'm not mistaken. And in order to get event tickets during this event, if you do, let's see. Uh, we're not going to get into the achievements yet. Uh, where is it? Avernant and, and, and bleh. Earn event tickets. Okay. You get two tickets for completing any Cyrodiil or Battleground daily quest. You also get two more tickets if you complete an Imperial City District daily quest. So you can get up to four per day, which is pretty good if you're trying to collect these things, because that is a lot of tickets if you want them. Um, the things you can buy with them, as we talked about, Indric chunks. Um, let's see. You can get the Indric pet which is just the miniature version, which I find more amusing than the full-grown ones. Mm -hmm. uh, standard bearer emotes, if you don't want to wait once a day to collect them or if you're short on them toward the end of the thing. Uh, let's see. I So this is the Zero Legion outfit style, and then I... Actually, is this one new? Second Legion outfit? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that one's new um, for this mid-year mayhem, I believe. Oh, okay. I, don't, I didn't even see that. Um... Okay, so that's a thing as well. Mm -hmm. And the one thing which I will say, if you ever want to make friends and make a good impression with a trials team, what you do is you take your event tickets and buy group repair kits because mm -hmm. everyone in your team will love you forever <laughs> because it repairs all our equipped gear for everybody in the group, which is amazing. <laughs> I think I I, that's those. what I'm going to be spending mm -hmm. my tickets on this event. Oh, yeah, this is so great. <laughs> um, like, I know I said I, I, I wanted something other than an Indrick, but I'm absolutely going to be spending my tickets on the Indrick just because I have this compulsion to yeah. complete my collection. <laughs> so that's what I'm spending my tickets on. A, lo a lot of people have that. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, hey, whatever. Um, there are a bunch of achievements. Check your achievement category for them. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. They are the same yeah. ones that they have been every one to get your mid-year Victor Laurel, which is actually basically the exact same one that we won and I put on my mud crab from the uh, Bethesda Game Days event on the trivia game. They actually gave us real-life versions of the thing you get uh, from mid-year mayhem, which is kind of neat. It's just a little gold laurel you place on your head. 
And the only other thing with Meteor Mayhem that I think is worth mentioning, uh, that's that, boxes. that's how you earn them. I thought there was something else worth mentioning. Maybe there <laughs> isn't. Maybe we covered everything. Well, I, I mean, think we covered everything. If you're interested, you can always go check out the article on the website. Yes. Written by oh. Dominic Damien Davies. <laughs> Dominic <laughs> Damien. <laughs> there actually is one other thing that PVEers might occasionally get something of use out of, and I didn't realize how few people did know about this, so I figured it's worth mentioning. This weekend, there is still time if you're watching the live show. The Golden, which is the uh, universal vendor, so to speak, for, you know, monster helms and occasional jewelry that comes in gold. The stock is enormous during this event. Um, it's basically every PvP set in the game, as well as some PvE sets. Um, check with them and maybe grab yourself some gold jewelry. This weekend is necklaces. Next weekend is rings. Uh, necklaces are 500k, rings are 250k AP. Um, not everything is tradable, so be careful before you buy it. I've screwed this up before. <laughs> but if you're a tank, you can buy ebon jewelry and just have it be gold right out the gate. It's great. Ooh. You cannot trade that one, though. Just FYI, tried to totally do that, and it didn't work. I have a whole bunch of Eblin necklaces. Um, <laughs> I can finally monetize my AP if one of the like good ones are not bind on pickup. Yes, there are a lot. Most of them are uh, are not. They're bind on pickup, not bind. I'm sorry. They're they're bind on equip, not on pickup. So. Um, definitely in. suggest it. You might be able to get some gold jewelry without needing to spend a fortune on upgrading it with plates or running a vet trial for it. So just worth noting. This weekend, necklace. Next weekend, rings. <laughs> Maybe I can finally monetize the AP I got from all those battlegrounds. Yeah, I've already <sighs> made a couple hundred thousand gold. <laughs> just selling off pieces. All right, well, um, that brings us to Tales of Tamriel. The show restarts. Let's go. Uh, All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking at the notes to see who should go first. And, well, are your... I might have made some creative edits. Okay, let, let's let Lotus go first. <laughs> So then we can fight with Pixie. That's I, I love that idea because I also feel like you both have probably done more than I have. Um, so I want to both give praise and uh, kind of readdress something that I had, had run into before. I have had tons of issues as I've made reference to about Vetkind's Aegis um, and getting through that trial. It still seems to be largely messed up um, on PS4. However, um, since I don't care for selective editing how things work, um, 
we had one exceptionally good run. It was not with the guild that I've been working with. I got called in as an alternate tank because theirs overslept. Um, <laughs> I just knew one person. So I actually joined a different guild run. And it held together. And we totally cleared the entire trial as soon as it did. <laughs> so... My previous statement of we're not being beaten by the trial, we're being beaten by the errors, actually in the end turned out to be 100% true because the one time it worked, we cleared it. That being said, it worked up until the very, very end, at which point we killed the guy who looks like Lord Harkon. <laughs> and as he died, two people DC'd, we all lost sound. <laughs> And the game froze, and we thought we all were going to blue screen. Um, but it doesn't matter, because we won at that point. So who cares? <laughs> if it's going to break, that's totally fine. It's not even a big deal. Then it's funny. The only concern <laughs> we had was we were really concerned that the two people who DC'd were not going to get credit for their skins. <laughs> uh, they came back yeah, in. They totally did. So no big deal. Instead, it just that ended up being funny. Sad. But it was... It, we would have been really upset. <laughs> like, so it, to, to that awesome it worked the answer does seem to be beat it fast enough and you can beat it um i love that trial like i really hope they iron out whatever it is that's wrong with it uh because it's it's pretty awesome um let's see let's see let's see okay so that was pretty much it, it with that's kind of um i've gone back in since then to try to help another group uh clear it and we got to second boss and lost sound after an hour. So we're not going to delve back into that. We've covered that back-to-back -back weeks so far. <laughs> um, I hit rank 36 in PvP, and I have a challenge going with Bob Chickens over who can earn 10 million AP faster. He's winning so far. That ain't great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he He's at like 2 mil. I'm at like 1 and change, so... Got to try to pick that up. I think I'm going to lose this. Um, I made a post earlier in the week um, about antiquities and how I'm an idiot. I um, <laughs> oh. did not realize that you could take the scrying tool itself and use it like an item. I've heard people talk about that. Like, oh, yeah, you use the scrying tool. And every time I heard that, I kept thinking, well, duh, obviously you use the scrying tool to then find the location. What everybody was saying and meaning was you literally use it like an item after you are in the location and it will give you an arrow beam pointing at where the dig site is. I made it eight and a half ranks out of 10 before I figured that out. <laughs> Um, I'm so glad, SD, when I was doing the like 15 hour Greymore stream, that was the first thing like SD, I think it was SD who said like, okay, quick slot the scry. And I was like, quick slot the scry, how? And I was like, yeah, you can do it. And I did. And yeah, I don't know how you did it all the way up to that level without using that tool. God. So that is a common thing. I was very glad that I posted that because I've gotten a deluge of people being like, what the F, that's a thing. And I'm like, okay, well, 
I'll be dumb so you can all not be. <laughs> it's like, that's, I'm happy to help if it can save you all the trouble. Yeah, shout out to Delta who commented on that when I was running back and forth saying like, I don't get it, where is this place? Because I was trying to search for uh, one in Craglorn and it was in the zone, it was one of the group zones. So I was 1v like 35 ads at the same time. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so tedious to try to look for this thing while fighting all of these. And he's like, well, I mean, do you have to go into the zone? I was like, well, I don't know. I got to check everywhere. To which he was like, you absolutely don't. Just use the scrying tool. I was like, yeah, no, I already did. That's how I know it's here. <laughs> he was like, no, use it like an item. And I was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, the dig site would, did did not require me to fight those thirty five ads. It was on the <laughs> outskirts, away from them, completely safe. So, yeah, that that was my uh, <laughs> adventures with antiquities. I still love the system, even though I'm dumb. Um, and the only other thing that I wanted to mention was in a PvP Zerg the other day because I am a filthy, filthy Zergling. Um, while roaming, I got a message asking if I was Lotus of Doom from Tales <laughs> in a whisper <laughs> which I was like oh yeah I am which I thought was uh, very cool actually didn't ask if I could use your name so I don't want to call you out in case that's not okay but uh, that that was that was just kind of neat that you, you listened to the show and <laughs> Afterwards, I found out several people in the Zerg also were like, oh, yeah, I listen to Tales of Tamriel. So shout out to my PvP Zerg. We rocked it that day and got, <laughs> I think, 750,000 AP before I jumped Ooh. offline to have some food. So wow, shout out to all okay. of you guys. For any of you in the Zerg that listen, uh, it was a pleasure running with all of you. And this was an EP Zerg, right? Uh, the righteous, yeah, there's only the righteous, one alliance yeah. and then two bags of walking AP that I need to truck. That's really all there is on on the battlefield. True, true. Unlike mm -hmm. unlike uh, unlike Pixie here, who runs with Altmere Dominion and does heretic and blasphemous acts of burning uh, EP flags <sighs> down, uh, while okay, being well. brainwashed by the by the high elves and uh, everything else, even though she's a Breton who should be sort of fighting for High King Emmerich, but such is the magic of the manipulating High Elves, I guess. So, Pixie, what have Look, you been up to in... in I was going to say, I'm just going to relax back and let the actual PvP war in the show take place. <laughs> you know, I've got a little story. So, I log in. I told everybody in my Discord, no, I'm going to PvP. Kind of suck at PvP, but I'm going to do it anyway because there's an event. I want to be on my main because Necro Res seems like it could be useful. So I guess we're fighting for DC this time as much as it pains me to say it. I log into the game. I immediately get a whisper from my friend Maya, who's like, hey, you still stuck on DC? I'm like, yep, that's what I'm running on tonight. And she's like, okay, then I get a notification. You received a gift. And I open it up, and I have an alliance change token. And the people who were in group with me waiting for me to start my stream, so that way they can run for DC, are like, are you going to switch to AP to AD now? And I'm like, of course I am. I hope you guys are coming. They're like, 
Absolutely we're coming. AD is our main alliance. We will absolutely switch right now and rejoin you in just a minute. So, I swapped my tune over to AD. And hey, I was quick question. Welcome. Quick question. Does your friend yes. Maya listen to the show? Yes, she does. I hate you, Maya. <laughs> I love you, Maya. You brought this on us. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was welcomed back into Cyrodiil by the welcoming eagle banner. And it was just draped everywhere, and it was gorgeous. And that is when Arcaneer enters my chat. Because this is also when I started streaming. And Arcaneer immediately was like, oh, hi, guys. He was like, what heresy is this? And got all flustered. This and is why like, next from starting next week, starting <laughs> next week, um, we were supposed to mention this at the beginning of the show, but sort of forgot. <laughs> but this is a good time to mention it. Uh, starting next week, we are actually dropping the PG rating on our show. Uh, we are still not going to be like overly vulgar, obviously, but we do like to be able to say some words. So, um, just to give you a heads up, heads up, we are still gonna keep this specific episode family friendly. But starting next week, parental advice. Uh, the thing is suggested, advised. Um, no, because because what is this heresy? <laughs> wasn't what I said. Uh, <laughs> that was edited. <laughs> Um, yeah, continue. That's essentially what it boils down to. You can just add in your own expletives there and you'll understand. <laughs> so, and then that's whenever I only halfway jokingly said, you know, Ark, you're welcome to come and visit us. We're going to be here most of the night. So my group and I start doing our thing. I am just PvP healing. I switch all of my PvE stuff to just some crowd controls and I put on some shackle breakers and I had my necro res. So I'm like, I feel like this could be at least slightly useful. Um, don't know how true that actually was, but I just spammed heals the whole time and also did the grabby skeleton hands and the fear totem. So I had fun. And then we had a, a member of our group, Ozzy Mitch, who had lagged behind us a bit, so he was kind of acting as scout to watch our backs. And I hear him yell again. This is edited okay. Because can I? Can I? Like, yes, you can interrupt here. Okay. You can't not do so, it because <laughs> there's there's some parts that she skipped. Okay, there's some parts that she skipped. I can't come back home at 5 a.m. All right. And I open up my PC and I see Pixie streaming. I join in and there's absolute madness going on with she hanging out in the Aldmir Dominion base. Which was, I mean, we, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. It was happening. Um, and then they get a group together with like Kinara, Mitch, you know, um, the Pixie. Slaps. Slaps, yeah. And they're going around just burning down EP flags, and I'm watching there, and I'm watching there, and I'm watching there, I'm like, I gotta do something. I mean, I haven't played in NA server for over three years now. My tune the there... Guys. Listen to him. <laughs> Look, but it's just a fact, okay? <laughs> and it's just that I have like a CP 370-something three-year-old character there. But, but... As a Nord, 
I couldn't have stood by and watched that heresy go on. So I logged in and I started running. And Which, now this is where I take yeah. back over. <laughs> <laughs> so our scout, Mitch, is like, guys, again, edited, expletives. You guys have an EP right up your butts. Like, he's right there. I'm like, oh, God. Because not only did I have Ark coming after us, we also ticked off Mr. Crowley. And he's coming, too. So I didn't know which one of them it was. We had already ran into Mr. Crowley, and that was over. Well, <laughs> I immediately drop into Crouch, because at this point, it hasn't registered with me. It could be somebody that we know. So I drop into Crouch and hang back, and I just see full throttle this gray Yakutan charger <laughs> just immediately come into group <laughs> and beeline straight for us when we were all hidden. And I'm like, actually, Kinara oh wasn't God. hidden yet. I was able to oh. see Kinara, so I just charged that Kinara. Thanks, Kinara. <laughs> Well, what I thought you were doing was stream sniping, and that's how you knew exactly where I was. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was stream sniping. It's just that it took me like 15 minutes of straight running to catch up with you because you were all the way at the Aldmeri Dominion gates. <laughs> so I see, and then it like dawns on me for a second. Wait, how did he snap directly to us when I thought we were all hidden? Apparently Kinara was not hidden, but still. And that's whenever I hovered over him and I see Arkanir. I'm like, oh my god, Ark found us. And now it's time to die. <laughs> and we just... <laughs> it was five versus one because apparently, like a true Nord, instead of using his intelligence stat to pull friends together to annihilate us and take us down, he just ran in by himself <laughs> as like, YOLO, here we go, Leroy Jenkins, and thought he could take us. And admittedly, I'm a PV PVE player. I do not PVE, PVP. Got all these acronyms now. <laughs> so without my friends, it might have been different, but my friends annihilated him. Yeah, I he melted. He just went kaboom. <laughs> I melted. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I didn't laugh. went kaboom. I stood my ground for a whole, like, ten seconds. <laughs> I was getting to that. If my cat would quit doing whatever it is he's doing down here and ruining my story here. Hold on. Kajit he's snipe. Ow. Spam snipe. <laughs> I don't understand why you're doing this to me. Because anyway, that's how Dominion works. Mm -hmm. Did he... He alliance change choking us. Is that what's happening? <laughs> He's also falling now because he wants to go back to what he was doing, but I'm trying to keep him <laughs> on my lap. It's not working. Anyway, so where was I? Oh, so I will say that during the adrenaline rush, it felt very fast, the time until you died, but I did watch my own clip back that I made because I had to immortalize this on Twitch so that way Ark can never live it down. Um... I did watch it back. You did last longer than I figured you would against, like, five people. So, kudos to you there. Um, I mean, you are a tank, so... <laughs> yeah, it's, but... a, it's a tanky build. But... Yeah. So if I, only I, I had my if... EU set up, then it would have been a lot more fun. But, yeah. <laughs> I and tried. The 
during the pre-show, I did offer an olive branch, just so you all know. I do have an EP Argonian Warden tank. And I told him I'd be happy to like join his side as long as we're only attacking DC and we're not touching Old Mary Dominion. And he said, no, we only kill AD. And I was like, all right, then I tried. So yeah, that's not going to happen, no. I tried. I tried, chat. I tried. And all of you listening, Luke, I tried to be the bigger person. What I tried to made say, you think? Common goal. What made you think that as the Ebonard Pact and as two like thick-headed Nords, we are seeking an olive branch? We are seeking I war, mean, blood, and glory. That's <laughs> Solengard awaits. Battle against five people with no backup and half of our half of our CP. So apparently, I shouldn't have thought that, but I was trying. To be nice. The problem was, Ark squandered this opportunity. When she hands you the olive branch, you quickly fashion it to a spear and start stabbing. That's what you do with the olive branch. You see, Lotus has an extra couple intelligence points than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm glad Lotus is on PS4 and I'm on Because <laughs> Lotus will play the good guy on both sides and then stab us both in the back. Yeah, I was going to say, when it, when, it, when it comes to PvP, it's all business <laughs> and me earning as much AP as humanly possible. <laughs> but, like, in, in all seriousness, it was a really, really fun time. It was a really fun clip yeah. to get just our group destroying Arcaneer. And I feel like I have bragging rights until the next event or until Arcanir finds some people to be his bodyguard like I did. And it, w it was a great time. I'm actually having way more fun this year than I did any other year with this event because a as a lot of you know, uh, PvP just isn't my thing. Um, after this event, with how much fun I've had with the people I've been running with, I kind of want to start dabbling in PvP a little bit, at least casually, because it is really, really fun. The performance has been surprisingly good. Yesterday, whenever I got in, uh, I noticed at the gate, uh, at the starting gate, it was a little bit glitchy. But then once I left the gate, everything was pretty smooth. The occasional load screen, but it wasn't anything bad. Um, so performance has been awesome. Uh, we ended up in a battle at a, at one of the resources that just had a crap ton of people in it. And it was just really solid. And it's been a really enjoyable experience. I've had a lot of fun hanging out with friends in Discord and talking crap in chat and everything with the EP versus AD. DC strangely silent, but it's just been fantastic. Um... I'm really enjoying this event. Honestly, even more so than I was expecting. Even for me, joining NA with like 240-50 ping in Cyrodiil, although I didn't go into any Zergs, it felt pretty responsive. I didn't expect that. I was expecting it to be a mess with the input lag and everything like that, but it was very responsive, so... I don't know how that worked. What did they do, but... It was definitely, definitely felt more responsive. Also, just want to quickly... Man, so I opened Twitter for a second, and someone asked Pete Hines, the Senior Vice President of Global Marketing at Bethesda, um, how's that space game coming along? And he just replied, <laughs> it's out of this world, and I just wanted to know. <laughs> yep. Classic <laughs> Pete Hines. 
That's amazing. Salad That's just marketing. in my timeline right now, and I had to mention that. Yeah, most of most of my life outside of ESO has been cyberpunk. So not exactly the a thing, but I've just been all about the stuff announced with cyberpunk this week. And I was hoping they would show more on that uh, stream they did the other day on Friday, but it was just like one feature, a little bit of gameplay and a new trailer. So I've been we'll watching some of the press reviews and they provided a good bit of information um, about just how the game runs and their impressions of it and mm -hmm. everything. And also about the starting factions and what that brings. And it, I'm pumped for it. I've, I mean, I've been pumped for it since like 2015, 2014, whenever the teaser came out. Maybe it was even earlier than that. But I'm I'm really excited for it. And just, so, yeah, I, I spent a good portion of the last week just fangirling out about mm -hmm. Cyberpunk. <laughs> I was kind of worried um, that I wouldn't be able to play it properly, but since I got a new GPU now, I'm like, yeah, I need I need Cyberpunk to come so I can play it in its full yes. glory. Join me, and Lotus can play too because it's coming on console. Yep. Oh and that's yeah, that's true. No, I'll probably just need to. I, oh, the new give me one second mediocre. because because hold on my. Uh, Discord is acting up. Don't do this. Oh, no. All right, I switched drivers. It's it's doing this popping thing. I mean, we have we all have our local recording, so if anything, I'll be able to fix yeah, it. If Let's, things yeah, things get totally borked. <laughs> so yeah, anything else, Pixie? Nope, that was about my week. All right, it was great. It was great fun <laughs> killing you. Thank you for playing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I shall return. I will look forward to it, and it will end the Do same way. Do we have way. class you change tokens dirt. in the game right now? I don't think so. Okay, maybe we I can... We have race, I... alliance, name, and appearance, I think. Ah, okay. Well, if, if I could change my class, I would do my warden, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, so in terms of my tales, uh, is... The last few weeks, I'm still doing a lot of trials and a lot of dungeons. Trials with Lore Seekers, PC European Mega Server Guild, and dungeons with the Untaunted, as we call ourselves. It's Luna Spear, Jen, and Kitsune. We have an awesome team, and we've been wrecking havoc in in the hard modes of of DLC dungeons. Um. So the week before this, on Friday, because I wasn't here, I'm gonna mention it, we cleared Veteranitarian Archive hard mode, and I gotta give a shout out to Dan, because Luna, our raid leader, wasn't there, and Dan, the, uh, our other tank, picked up the uh, leadership and actually carried us to victory in, like, we didn't wipe a single time. It was from start to finish all the way to the end of the hard mode, Zero complete wipes. Of course, people died uh, every now and then. Um, I died. Sure, that's I, hard to prevent, though. Yeah, yeah. And I died at the at like twenty percent left on the final boss uh, to the axes, and um, I thought it was going to be a wipe, but everyone recovered very swiftly, so that was nice. And nice. this week we did Veteran Sanctumophidia hard mode. Um. So the first boss got pretty bugged for some reason. Uh, 
I was going into the portal and getting teleported back out without the boss being killed. Or I couldn't find the thing to port me into the, well, portal thing. Or, or even though there were people far in the back, the portal would drop on the tank somehow. And both of us would get teleported into the portal with no DPS and no tank up top, so people would die. Yeah, that, that's happened to me before. <laughs> it was like, so the portal dropped on Dan, and he was tanking, he was, the ma he was main tanking, and so he teleported. So he said, oh, I teleported to the portal, the boss is loose. So I ran where he was to pick up the boss, and the portal was there, obviously. So I also got <laughs> teleported. <laughs> nice. So yeah, we wiped a few times. We ended up completing that fight in absolute chaos instead of any tactics. We just winged it and it finally worked. Um, and final boss, that was, a, that was less chaotic. We followed Luna's instructions to the, to the best of our abilities and everything worked out. After a couple wipes, uh, we managed to clear that one as well. That was pretty fun. And next week... I actually don't know what we are doing next week. I think it's Veteran Asylum Sanctorium. But okay. I don't know if we are trying plus anything. We may be. I don't if know. If you do normal Veteran... It's very doable. So when we you did, start out in pluses, it gets real chaotic. Yeah. So we did normal plus two or plus three, however it takes, mm -hmm. like all of them. Yeah, normal plus two. Or normal, and then we did normal veteran before, like normal plus all of them, and normal veteran was the first trial we did with that progression group. For a sound okay, sanctuary. I actually so, think I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. so so we cleared that. So it, this may actually be with plus something, but I'm not entirely sure. As for the Untaunted, we've been making massive progress. So after our Moongrave Fane struggle bus, I'm gonna say, <laughs> um, we went into Scale Color Peak. Finn actually retweeted that saying with a gif that was saying this is gonna be a disaster. But we cleared <laughs> hard mode speedrun, no death, within like hour and 20 minutes. So that was nice. Nice. And this week we went into veteran Fanglayer hard mode and we cleared that as well. Although it was a little bit more difficult than, than skill color peak, but that didn't push us too hard either. And just today, before the show, well, yesterday, my time, uh, we did the rest of the achievements for Fanglayer. Got our creepy necromancer. <laughs> Welcome to the creeper club. <laughs> yeah, the, the creeper personality. The one that... <laughs> um, <laughs> Lucky, I want it so bad. <laughs> this is so creepy. <laughs> um, and then we went into Ruins of Mazatun and cleared the hard mode without any problems there as well. Like, first try, it was done. Uh, we probably would have gotten no death as well, but I don't know, we may have gotten... I think we died at some point. It wasn't a wipe, but one of us died. It, I don't remember who. Uh, but we are going to... Next week, we are going to get the speedrun no death for Ruins of Mazatun, and then we are going to go into Depths of Malatar for hard mode, and we are going to keep clearing all of the hard modes 
um, until we get to Black Rose Prison. That's gonna oh. be... Yeah, we decided that that's gonna be our finale, basically, in terms of dungeons, until they release new dungeons, of course. So, for sure, for sure. Have yeah. you done Dragon Star as a group? That's probably... I uh, mean, if are, you're, if you're doing stuff little... like Fang Lair Hard Mode, you're fine for yeah. anything Dragon yeah. Star anyway. Well, so, I, I mean, that's Star literally easier to do than yeah. <laughs> Fang Lair Hard Mode and stuff. Um, so, we are doing all of this live, by the way. Uh, so, every Tuesday and Saturday at 7 p.m. GMT, that's noon EST, we are live on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Crawler Network with The Untaunted. And we are doing all of this uh, difficult content with a lot of shenanigans and laughter. So definitely come check it out. I know. I love live. having lunch break around the time that, like, you guys are live. <laughs> That's I why mean, they, when they, I can, they... can I stop, like, when I can stop in, I'm like, yes, I can, wa I can watch the chaos. <laughs> Luna and it's Jen amazing. especially have, have some amazing chemistry. So they, they, I, it, I'm having difficulties tanking because of the laughter, so... <laughs> I can blame better. it all on them when I die, which is nice. Um, what else? Did I do anything? Oh, I know it? what else. I yeah. added it into your notes for you because you suspiciously forgot it. Is this... Is this you? Did you <laughs> add this? Yes, I did. But you <laughs> we talked it. about this, okay? I, I mean, it happened in your tales too, did it not? <laughs> so I went to war against all odds to defend the honor of Ebonard Pact, and I died in a glorious way, and my table in Sovngarde is ready. How about he that? He was squashed while I laughed, is what that translates to. No, no. I'm gonna be drinking <laughs> and partying in Sovngarde, while you will get stuck as a Breton under the command of the High Elf Overlords. Who is gorgeous, and I love her, and apparently, according to your Twitch chat, is by, may or may not be a robot, and that was an interesting click <laughs> Oh, yeah, but that was, I am still... So a bold new okay, direction. so we, we, are, we are running Fanglayer, right? <laughs> and um, Zod mentions, makes a reference to all, uh, Queen Iran being a robot, and apparently it's a Coda reference. And what Coda is, it's C0DA. Is once Michael Kirkbride left Bethesda all those years ago, apparently he started writing um, basically fan fiction for Elder Scrolls and Fallout universes. And it is as crazy as what he wrote during his time in Bethesda, which is, <laughs> you know, things like 36 Lessons of Vivek. Which, even with Agelos explaining them for hours on end, I still have absolutely no clue what the heck they were talking about. Um, they, it is strange. So basically, he kind of ties up Fallout and Elder Scrolls universes. Um, so, so the Tribunal, Sodasil, Vivek, Almalexia, and Molak Ball, and someone else, I don't remember. So they yeah. end up going through this dimensional portal and they end up seeing these like televisions and this nuclear it's it's a whole no, liquefied mess televisions liquefied yeah, I, so <laughs> i'm going to be short and sweet on this because i've actually read all of coda oh there it's we go too bad. Good, good that we have someone who know about it please do tell forget everything it is trash <laughs> 
<laughs> it is hey. awful. It is awful. Um, <laughs> coming from somebody who loves Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, largely influenced by Michael Kirkbride, it is incoherent, rambling garbage. <laughs> wow. Um, basically, they blow up Nernt. They go to the moon. Uh, let's see. Vivek eats his own hands at one point. Uh, it. It's no. It, it is. It is. It is. It is awful. Um, well, <laughs> Bob Jachinsky apparently likes Coda. I think yeah. it is terrible. I Most think of it, my chat, even Kitsune, oh Kitsune. Lord. Okay, we were doing a speed run and no death, and Kitsune stopped fighting the creatures who is our DPS to explain the Coda because she was like, "I have to. I have to." enlighten you all i don't care about the achievements now and we were like well we care about the achievements <laughs> so yeah apparently <laughs> uh yes uh i'll have to sit down and read yeah and I, I forget i was gonna say apparently it's not vivek i don't know i wrote it a while ago I, someone I made ate it. their hands it, yeah it's it's more <laughs> of like it's not even like the style of it it's almost like a graphic novel or like a cartoon style thing kills people sorry um Had to make a but reference. yeah it's ugh, i now, am not a coda fan <laughs> as far as queen iren is concerned in this whole whatever this is apparently so we we know through the old mary dominion storyline i know Ark hasn't played it whatever but through the old Mary Dominion storyline, um, Irene had a tendency when she was younger to just go off on her own adventures. And she went off on her own adventures for a really long time. According to Coda, during that time, a, a mining robot from the future was sent back through a time portal and either fused with Queen Irene in some way or just made itself look like Queen Irene, or possibly possessed Queen Irene. And whenever Queen Irene made her return to assume the throne, she was actually this mining robot, and all of the Dominion was led by a robot. Okay, so Queen Irene's a kitchen robot. That's not surprising. A kitchen uh, yeah. robot? Hold on, yeah, it's hold a kitchen. On. It's a toaster. Hold on. No, 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 Queen no, no, Irene no, no, is a toaster. No, 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 no. You did not just tell Maybe Queen Irene that you need to get back to the kitchen. It's Queen a, Irene was a mining robot. Queen, Were you mining robot at all? <laughs> Queen Irene is 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 one of the bad guys from Transformers. <laughs> <a> Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on on that note, I was gonna say I'm not sure. How, so one one thing to know because I I will say if you want a an audio um how do you even say synopsis of this there is a freakishly i was seeing if it even still live uh it's called the elder lore it's a podcast from 2014 it used to do lore segments he ends the series with coda where he Ooh. analyzes it for two episodes um so if you just want like a quick review of that, check out Elder Lore. It's still up, even though it's super old. Um, I am a little confused, though, because unless it came out that there's more to this, Coda was written before Elder Scrolls Online was a thing. I think so. Iron so. didn't exist yet. Oh, 
I mean, both I mean, Shinsuke and Chad mentioned there's Iron nothing about robot. Queen Iron and Coda, though, so I don't know about this. I, so, um, Zod sent me the name. It starts with a K. Some type of mining robot. I just Googled that, and it told me all about how Iren is a robot, and I was very confused. I mean, okay. I'm fine Iren's with Iren a, Iren's a, a bad transformer. It's not I even an Autobot. No, I have not watched the most recent season of Westworld, but... I like this show, Westworld, and the robots have valid points. Iran's probably friends with Megatron. She's bad. <laughs> Is Megatron the bad? I'm, I'm assuming yeah. you just said that. Yeah. I guess Megatron's the bad one. But did you? Never mind. It's it's too deep, really, even for this show. Coda is literally literally the definition of derailing. <laughs> well, if anyone has any solid information on this, feel free to contact us either on our Discord or send us an email at contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork dot com or reach this us makes to me us want to on Twitter it. at Tales of Tamriel. <laughs> I thought it was a good time to just plug all those in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Hey, dude, on point. That's it. I, I yeah. like this makes me want to reread this, but I remember really not enjoying anything about it. <laughs> Aaron, is now, going to Coda as well? Yes, actually, it was just brought up. I, I um, written on uncertainty. It. There's an episode on it as well. So listen to that. That's probably like a nice solid college lecture on it. Mm -hmm. That'll <laughs> that'll fix us right up on the correct knowledge because Aramantheus knows his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like the professor of Elder Scrolls oh, yeah. lore. Like, yeah, I so lore seekers have their lore lessons, and they are very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. But Ar Arimetheus is like the 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 yeah, he's he's historian <laughs> mode. So yeah, so he's written the, in the uncertainty. The blue guy with the brain meme. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny. Um, I don't know if Arimetheus just doesn't. This is now the Arimetheus tangent. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he uh, just doesn't play PvP a lot. But one of the times I was on stream, he actually asked if there was any meaning to the scrolls in Cyrodiil because they're written in, I believe it's Old Elnafay. <laughs> <laughs> or, and I was like, wait, really? So we, I believe we pinged. I, I took a photo of it, or he took a screenshot for me while I was like grabbing one of the scrolls and it was like the one of Namak or whatever and we pinged uh, Lehman Tuttle like what do these mean they're all in like Elmafax and, and his reply was super cryptic like I don't know but I'm not gonna say I was like well oh no do these have like secret meanings and we've just never realized what they translate to like what is happening <laughs> oh wow okay well if, if anyone so, can figure it out it's gonna be Either someone it, from oh, yeah. UESP or Arimetheus. It's right, <laughs> yes. either one of those you things. Have some... yeah. Yep. But, I mean, in, in terms of lore, we here at Tales of Tamriel, we represent the average Elder Scrolls player. We have a general idea of the lore. We all know the parts where our side is supported very well. Oh, yeah. But, Outside my wheelhouse, F that noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we can... <laughs> we are basically like the actual Elder Scrolls um, characters. We only know <laughs> the lore from our sides and we will defend it with our lives and nothing can change our minds. AKA right, L's bad, Nord's best. 
And use Grumble no, was see, right. What I was going to say, wow, I was going to give you guys some credit, and here you go, just trashing the elves just out of the gate. I was going to say, hints a couple of episodes ago, and I was like, elves are awesome, guys. We do magic good. And then you're like, wait a second, the aliens were really bad. And I was like, no, they were really magic y. And like, no. no, they tortured people. And I was like, what? <laughs> Which I imagine is whenever you're growing up in high elf elementary school, they probably don't tell you about all the alien torture chambers. They probably yeah, say, they, yeah, they... our ancestors are really good at magic and leave it at that. <laughs> Which is what I got from it, so. But yeah. So, do we have anything else to talk about? No, especially because. <laughs> Chat has devolved into anybody who knows anything about Coda, all <laughs> just a mess of talking about Coda. So, who eats himself at his own? At the what? I, I believe Sadakal, the world serpent, consumes himself during a wedding, if I remember correctly. It, I, I, it was like 2014 or whatever that I read this. I, I kind of actually do think I need to go back and reread this thing. I don't. I'll have know more information that... next episode. <laughs> Please, okay, please do share whenever you figure this out. Because yeah, maybe I don't next know. week we should, along with not no longer doing a family-friendly show, we should just talk about Coda, which in itself will nullify the family-friendliness, I guess. From <laughs> Oh, it's not Sadakal, it's Akatosh who apparently eats himself. Okay, Thank I know God. who Akatosh is. Yeah, the god of time <laughs> apparently eats himself. No idea. <laughs> Blessings of Akatosh be upon you. And Thank that's when the TV time. portal was created. <laughs> God. This is... <laughs> well, all of this upset SD in chat, apparently. <laughs> I'm very I displeased. Yes, he's displeased. Everyone um, will teach us next week, I guess. You all have to come back and teach us the wonders of Coda. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm rather curious now. I probably I mean, it's will forget... certainly interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well, um, Lotus. Where can people find you? And any final thoughts? Uh, you can find me at Coda. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I am, <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, Lotus of Doom on Twitter and Twitch and Discord. Just kind of doing my thing. Um, hope I, hoping at some point I'll be able to stream this week. I'll most likely just be doing. Cyrodiil stuff, and then I really, really want to get back to doing arena streams so that I can finish that up uh, and hopefully move on to the other games in the series. But yeah, pretty much anywhere Lotus of Doom, that'd probably be me. Sounds good. Uh, Pixie, what about you? You can find me kicking Ark's butt occasionally in PvP and also at twitch.tv slash hyperpixiegaming and on Twitter at hyperpixiegames. I am angry. Angry about elves. <laughs> I need to turn that into a soundbite for, for the stream. <laughs> so I can click it all the time from the buttons to my left. I'll be like constantly. Um, as for me, you can find me anywhere that is Arkanir, A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. If you stumble upon my Twitch channel, ignore it and come here, twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. I no longer stream at my own channel, but all my streams are here at twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. 
you can check out check out our website the updating website dungeoncrawlernetwork.com where you can find links to all of our past podcasts current contents social media links and things like that you can follow us on twitter at tales of tamriel and dungeoncrawlnet um because well we have multiple twitter accounts you can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Hopefully not saying things about Guars and Elves, finally. The last, like, dozen reviews have been <laughs> griefing me, but they are five stars, so I can't tell much. Um, the most cost-efficient way of supporting us financially is on patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network it would at some point help me do all of this full time which would mean a lot more content and a lot more higher like quality or you can tell a friend about us and bring them here into the dumpster fire so they would enjoy all the struggle bus along with us and help us grow and reach to more people Thank you all so very much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Have a great night, everyone. Bye, Bye everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the end. The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of Diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.